right. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you to this edition of Bible News Radio. I am Stacy Lynn here, and I'm glad that you have taken the time to click that button and to join me today. You know, it is June 29th, which means it is the end of Homosexual Pride Month. Yeah, it is. Of course, in some countries like Canada, we have Homosexual Pride season which runs through September so thankfully we're not there yet here in America but today what I wanted to do is I wanted to just do a short show here and offer you just a word of encouragement you know first thing I want to remind you is that we have a mobile app called Heart Tug International I would really encourage you to go and download it it's available on Android and Apple you can get it for free. All you gotta do is download it. Then once you're in there, you can see some behind the scenes video and we have some devotions. We have a lot of content in there right at your fingertips. And I really encourage you to download the app. Um, and the reason why we have the app is because we were banned on YouTube. And we were banned on YouTube because we continued to speak the truth about what's going on with the LGBT lobby and numerous other things. So today though, I wanted to uh, talk to you a little bit from my heart because there's been a lot of things on my mind. And you know, we can't always look at, I mean, we can always look at bad news if we want. I mean, that's kind of what our world is designed to make us do, right? Is to look at all the bad news all the time. But I've been doing a deep dive in Psalm 34. And I don't know if any of you are aware of this, but we, we actually have, uh, in, inside our app, we have a mobile, you know, we have a Bible, but we also have, um, I've been doing devotions on Psalm 34, and I wanted to remind you what Psalm 34 says today. And I'm gonna read it to you because I want you to hear the word. It's 22 verses. It'll take a couple of minutes to read this. And I'm going to read out of the New American Standard Version. Now, this is a Psalm of David. Uh, and this is an interesting background to this Psalm because David, he was feigning madness before Abimelech. Um, and, and it's funny if you think about it because um, it worked. <laughs> it worked. You can actually go look that up and read it. But... I actually write about it in, in the first post I wrote about Psalm 34. But here's, here's Psalm 34. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me. And delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces will never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. For to those who fear him, there is no want. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they who seek the Lord 
shall not be in want of any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves length of days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against evildoers to cut off the memory of them from the earth. The righteous cry and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. I'm, I'm reading this, and um, the reason I decided to do a deep dive into this is because my mentor recommended that I meditate on this psalm as well as a couple of other ones. And um, I love her, and I respect her, and I, I always do what she tells me to because she knows better than I do <laughs> when it comes to things. And, you know, I have to tell you that that is part of discipleship, right? Part of discipleship is being able to learn from those who've gone before you or who are older than you in the faith or, you know, maybe even sometimes they're chronologically younger than you, but they may have wisdom that you don't have. And this wisdom was given to me. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take time every day and I'm going to write my thoughts about each verse individually. And that is part of being discipled. The Lord is teaching me, of course, as I read this and I meditate on it. But, you know, he uses his people to also instruct us, right? Um, I can tell you most of my um, education scripturally has come through my own quiet time with the Lord and, and many, a, many a ministry on radio or podcast, right? Um, because God's word is living and it meets us where we're at if we open it up and read it. My heart's desire at Heart Tug is threefold. It really is. I mean, it's to help expose and protect. Uh, it's, it's, it's to expose the evil and protect the church. It's to give a platform for people to be in Bible study and to learn how to apply the scripture in a wicked and perverse culture that we live in. And it's also to offer biblical coaching and, you know, coaching to people who may be interested in a time of want. And I will tell you, this psalm has ministered to me greatly during these times because um, we live in a world today that is desperate for hope. And I'm not going to lie. There are days that I don't feel like I have hope. And I had a couple, a couple of days ago, I was just like, you know what? I've had it with people. I just want to, you know, <laughs> somebody once said, I just want to go back to bed, put the covers over my head and go back to sleep. Wake me up when it's over. But you know what? We can't do that as, as children of God. As children of God, we seek the Lord like he told us to. And David is a great example 
um, of somebody who did that. I love David. I, I, I love him for so many reasons. And the more I read his words and study them, the more I, I am in love with this man because he really understood pain. He understood uh, attack. He understood, um, you know, war. He understood anguish. But he also had joy. And he had hope. And he had peace. And he tells you how. It's because he sought the Lord. He sought the Lord. He looked to the Lord. He cried out to the Lord. He tasted and he saw that the Lord is good. And in verse 1, he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. How many of us can really see it, say that we do that? You know, the truth is, is we don't. You know why? Because we're fleshly people right and we live in a world that is filled with deceit and complaint and griping and complaining and let's do this and and we engage with media whether we want to or not that is telling us what to believe and it's easy to get brainwashed by that media unless you're in god's word and you're allowing that to wash your brain I recently was having a conversation with my mentor about something and um, at one point in the conversation I was like how do you do it how do you deal how do you not worry about this stuff you know and she said something to me that I I want to share with you because I thought it was really wise she she told me and and this is very instructive and it's very difficult for most of us to do. But she told me, you know what? I try to live in the present because that's all we have, which let's be honest, a lot of us have heard this. But then she said, I don't want anything to steal this moment. Because honestly, we never know when we're not gonna be with somebody we love. You know, death is all around us. It's like impending um, and you know, we don't know. And so it's good to live in the moment and to embrace joy and to em embrace what is good. And that's what the psalmist did. That's what David did. In the midst of his, his anguish, he looked to the Lord and he remembered what God did for him. And it's interesting, something I learned really a couple of days ago about this um, Psalm, as I was reading verse um, eight, 10, my, I, my <laughs> we have a storm coming through my area here as I record this, and my lights just flickered and went out, so hopefully they don't go out. But, um, but anyway, in verse 10, it says here, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they who seek the Lord shall not be in want of any good thing. It got me curious to look at lions, and as I did a little digging into a lion, a young lion, and what the issue is with the young lion, the young lions don't know how to tear flesh. Young lions growl. They roar, right? And it reminds me of the New Testament where it says they walk around like a roaring lion seeking, you know, whom he should devour. Well, you know, you might have heard the saying that the bark is worse than the bite, right? Well, young lions lack 
because they don't know how to get their prey well enough, right? They don't know how to tear the flesh and eat the meat and just stare down their prey. All they do is roar. But those who seek the Lord, they actually don't suffer want. They will never be in want of any good thing. And part of that is understanding that we get, we have to go to the Lord with, with our issues. And, you know, sometimes I feel like a broken record, at least in my own head, about this. Because we're told it a lot, but doing it is another thing. We can be told constantly what to do, but unless you take action and do it, you're never going to get the results that you need. So today I just want to really encourage you to consider those things. Consider Psalm 34. I would encourage you to go back and read it. I would also encourage you to meditate on it and really see how it can apply to your life today in the midst of this wicked and perverse generation that wants to constantly bombard you with lies and, um, and not encourage you in your faith. You know, honestly, I will tell you, sometimes I get discouraged because I really want to encourage you in your faith. And most of you who, who listen to this show um, consistently, you, you know that's kind of what I do. But sometimes I feel like I'm battling the whole world that wants to shove all this negative stuff down your throat. You know, we're tent we are naturally inclined to look at bad stuff, to want to be around it, to not be joyful, to complain. Wow, it's really windy. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, and, you know, it's our natural, natural inclination. And so here's the thing. I want to encourage you with one of uh, these songs from Michelle Wagner. It's called I Can Do All Things. It's based on the scripture in Philippians, and it's a wonderful song to meditate. And I just want to give this to you today kind of as a boost of encouragement in your walk. Just kind of encourage you to turn your eyes back towards Christ, um, because you know what? It's hard sometimes, isn't it? Let's just be honest. It's, it's hard. And, and I will say that, you know, part of the coaching thing that I'm learning with people um, you know, this week alone, I've had almost 20 people reach out for help. And most of the problems that people are presenting with have to do with um, anxiety, depression, toxic relationships, bankruptcy, divorce. In one case, there was an overdose and death. Um, you know, it's heavy stuff. But here's a stat you might not be aware of, too. Do you know it takes, on average, 11 years before somebody reaches out to get help? 11 years, which tells you something. It tells you that people are afraid to ask for help or they don't know where to go to for help. But often people go to the church for help. Sometimes the church isn't equipped to help because they don't have enough people to help. That's where I want our ministry to be part of the solution to that. But here's the other thing. Now, because of COVID, it takes... You know, when somebody reaches out to a therapist or something, wait lists are long. And it takes sometimes up to a year or even more for people to get in to see a therapist. So I want you guys to pray for what I'm doing here at Heart Tug 
uh, as I step into the coaching more. Um, like I said, this week alone, I had almost 20 people reach out to me and our ministry for help. And um, there, there are a lot of hurting people out there. A lot of people who are in the church who are hurting, who need encouragement. And you can help me help them um, by supporting what we do at hearttug.org. You know, and so I just want to encourage you in that to do that. And I also want to just end this little pep talk here with a, um, with a song from Michelle Wagner, <clears throat> who will be coming on our show hopefully in a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, this song is, it comes out of Psalm or Philippians chapter four. It's called I Can Do All Things. So I want to leave you with that. And then in our next update, we will be looking at some news, so stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, go with the Lord, you guys. Stay in the present. Focus on the good. And um, just know that the Lord loves you. He really does. And tell somebody else that they're loved, because people need to hear it today.
I love how Michelle sings that he is our victory. He really is when you think about it. You know, this week I had the blessing of hearing uh, that one of my friends was healed, um, miraculously healed of broken heart syndrome. And when I first heard the news, I have to say that I was, I had a lot of mixed feelings. But the overall feeling that I, I was reminded of is that, you know, God chooses to heal how he wants to heal whenever he does heal. And we can pray for that, right? We can pray for healing, healing for the country, healing for the nations, healing for our hearts. So my prayer this week for you is that you would draw near to God and, and know that he'll draw near to you and that you would come to him and just believe he's your victory. Until next time, remember, I'm Stacy Lynn. Our website is hearttug.org. Don't forget to go download our mobile app, Get Engaged. Join our email list, and I'll talk to you soon.